You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh, yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Mark Norman and Joe Liss here for Tuesdays. And uh, this week we're pimping out Casper. You've heard of it. The Mattress Co. These uh, mattresses are incredibly comfortable. I've actually stayed on one of these. Uh, I'm not lying. Uh, check it out at casper.com backslash Tuesdays. And uh, the promo is Tuesday. Yes, so check it out. These things are amazing. Uh, engineered obsessively at a shockingly fair price. So for you deadbeats out there, get off the air mattress and get one of these puppies. You won't regret it. Hey, Mark, fake banter for the intro. That's all I know how to do. Great. Good to be here. Welcome to Tuesdays with... Stories. Hit her in the face with a surfboard. And then the duck fell out of his bag. <laughs> Surf's up! And she didn't even flush. Knock, knock. Who's there? Mark Norman and Joe List. Yeah! This is Tuesdays with Stories, everybody. No, that's terrible. This is supposed to be cheesy. My radio is spitting at me. And I can't choose what I want to say. This censorship will take us to hell. Folks, we're back and we're all alone. We've lost a lot of listeners this past week. <laughs> well, we want to say thanks to the 100 people that are still with us. Yeah, thank you. After the, uh, boy, we, we took a beating on social media. Holy hell. I mean, it's kind of flattering. It's a bittersweet, as they say. Yeah, what's the sweet? Well, the sweet is that they cared so much that they, they're like, my show is gone. It's not the same. Yeah, a lot of people... Turned it off. I got hit with an egg. I signed into Twitter, and egg came through my phone and hit me in the face. Oh, man. Well, don't you like that? You've always said you wanted a woman to shoot an egg on you. Well, I've, I've never said that. Oh. I said I wanted to squirt on me. But we, ah. I believe it's, it's urine, not egg. I thought that was ovary juice. No, they have eggs. The eggs stay inside, I believe. Ah. And then our, uh, our, our penises touch their eggs, and the egg becomes pregnant and hatches. The penis touches the egg. I think so. How does it crack? It cracks it? <laughs> It's not a strong egg. Oh. These women, they're not as strong as men, so their I eggs see. crack. Or, well, they're not as strong as chickens, apparently. Just kidding. That was just a crack, ladies. Aha. Uh-huh. That was an excellent joke. Yeah, we're a couple of quacks. Uh, qu- wait, wait a minute. I think That's I thought a they did eggs, though. Do eggs? Dugs do it? Ducks do eggs? Dugs do eggs. <laughs> oh, boy. Dougie Fresh. What didn't, wasn't at one point ecstasy X and then it became E or vice versa? I think it became E. Or was it E first? Because one of my early jokes was there was this girl I went to high school with named, I think her name was Emily, uh-huh. and everyone called her E, and I did a bit. I was very young. And it was like, hey, did you ever, did you, you ever do E? Uh-huh. And I was like, boy, I, would, I, never, I wouldn't do E. She's fat and has glasses or whatever. That was like the bit. Uh, right. <laughs> it was really uh, not strong. Ooh, boy. What's, Perbigley had that bit. You ever do E? I've watched E. Oh, really? Yeah, that was his bit. Oh, yeah, because that sounds like that. He was probably further along and successful. Yeah, yeah, that was on his half hour. Oh wow! Yeah, wasn't a huge fan, but it was probably good. Well, he's, his half hour is that great joke, one of the best jokes ever, I think. What's that? He goes, "I think I like Tom Cruise a little too much. I wouldn't have sex with him, but if my girlfriend cheated on me with him, I'd be like details." Oh, that's a great joke. And that's like a classic. Wow! I remember thinking when I was a young, that was like that was the best joke I've ever heard in my life. That is a good joke. Yeah, he had he had a couple pearls. He had that thing. He's like, I went to a dance club because my uh, self esteem was. Hovering around normal, I wanted to bring it down a thousand pegs or something like that. Oh, that's fun. I like that joke. Yeah. 
Speaking of half hours, mine will be out October 24th. Woo-wee! Yeah. With Sam Marill. Yeah, same night as Sam Marill, who was uh, next week's guest. Boy, oh boy. Which will be exciting. But anyways, so thanks for listening. And uh, yeah, last week we had uh, Yamanika on, and she's a hilarious person, but I, I, I set her off somehow, or she kind of went off. Yeah, and... you guys went at it. Passionate lady. But she went at it. I she didn't went go at, at, it, at yeah. it. Well, you kept trying to go, hey, hey, hey. You were like the referee and the opponent. Right. I didn't really have a debate. Sometimes that happens where people kind of debate you. And you're not actually debate. There was no argument happening. Yeah, and I got to tell you, I wanted to jump in, but then I was like worried it was going to look like uh, double teaming, right? Which then gets really ugly, right? Uh, but she's stronger than both of like us oh, two versus yeah. her is like a, a fair fight. She could have clunked our heads together. Yeah, <laughs> but it threw us out the window like Jazzy Jeff. Right. But uh, yeah, so she got uh, pretty passionate there, and oh, uh, yeah. but I, you know, I understand it's a. Uh, it's hard out there it's for a, a player. Topsy turvy world. Yep, we're living in. So, uh, anyways, but uh, some people didn't enjoy the episode because it wasn't quite the uh, the banter they're accustomed to. Right, right. And she so, uh, she took over. Yeah, but we, you know, what can you do? Yeah, we went with the flow. Yeah, she's a opinionated lady, and we're uh, not the types to stop a train. No, no, we don't like to quarrel. No, no, we're no. we're not quarrelers. No, no, we will just uh, adapt and. And go. But some of the people uh, that got upset actually were very complimentary. They were like, y- y- you're fucking with comedy gold here. Right. That's so, why it was bittersweet. Yeah, that's the bittersweet. Yeah, now I, sweet. Now I get it. But there was some bitter. Uh, that was shit. I'm never listening again. I shut it off. Yeah, a lot of shut-offs. We yeah. hate the shut-offs. Sorry, shut-offs. <laughs> I shut in. I'll uh, have. Um, I shut up. Yeah, not really. Nah. Well, that episode you did. Yeah, well, I was sitting on a big egg. Yep. Excellent. Duck egg. <laughs> Duck soup. That's the best of the Marx Brothers. Movies. Easily. Is that the first? No, that's like the that's the last that was with uh, Warner Brothers or whatever. Oh. Yeah, it was Zippo also. Uh huh. But boy, it's a humdinger. Yeah. I uh, went and saw the end of the tour. Oh my God! How was it? Uh, the anticipation was so exciting. As you know, we talked about it a bunch. Yeah, it's our kind of flick. Found it very disappointing. Oh, and you it's hate the to thing. Hear that. I always talk about it. I don't know who to write to. My mayor or alderman? What the hell's an alderman? Do you know? Kent Alderman is the uh, CEO of Comedy Central. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Yeah, see, you're, you're doing better than I am. I don't know anyone's CEO's suits. I don't know. It might be a president. It's one of those. Oh, wow. They have a president over there? They're doing all right. Wow. Maybe oh. we should run a coup and take over. Ooh. Coups are fun. But Alderman, that's a, a thing like a mayor. Is it? You never heard that? I've never heard that. Like Alderman Swayzak from the movie uh, Backdraft. Like, some people have a mayor and an alderman. Can you uh, look that up? Yeah, what, I'm, I've heard of gubernatorial. Yeah, that's a different thing. That's a fun word to say. Yeah. How about Bernie Sanders? You familiar with Bernie? People love this cat. I love Bernie! I think I like him, too, but I don't know anything about him. Well, he's an old Jew from Brooklyn. I'm, and, I'm sold. Uh, I just added a D at the end of Brooklyn. But he's an old Jew. He's up in Vermont. Longest-running uh, independent <laughs> elected official or whatever. And uh, I went through his Wikipedia last night. All his stances line right up with mine. Oh, give me some. What are we talking? Well, you know, he's he's he was uh, pro gay back in the seventies. Wow. He's like, we should abolish all anti gay uh, laws like forty years ago. Oh uh, wow. Anti Iraq, pro health care. Oh and boy. And then guns. He's like talking about guns. He's like, you know, he's like, we should get rid of these. Um, what do you call it? The stipulations at the uh, the gun. Sale, the gun shows. Uh-huh. There's all these, uh, what do you call that, where you can get around things? Loophole. Loophole. He's like, we got to get rid of these loopholes, and we got to get rid of the assault weapons, but he's like, we're never going to get anywhere with, uh, with, with 
everyone with their hard rules. We'll be somewhere in between. So right. he's, he's a little more lenient uh-huh. on some things. So he's a little more, uh, I think, moderate, it seems, in that department. He's anti-war, you know. And um, maybe I'm in pro gay and and I love having a guy around named Bernie. We gonna have a president named Bernie? What are you kidding? That's amazing. Yeah, and he's an old Hebrew. Yeah, B Sands. Yes. What's shaking, buddy? And he and he's drawing these huge crowds, and uh, he doesn't play the game. He's no super packs. Uh-huh. It's all you know donation. I bought a T-shirt yesterday. I gave him Whoa. an extra five bucks. Hey. Yeah, he's donate. He's getting his own money. He's wow. not one of these billionaire douche. And uh, his net worth is three hundred and thirty thousand dollars. Am I being too loud? You're passionate. You're, uh, you're yamaniking. I am. And his, his net worth is $330,000, which is like the lowest of any of the candidates fucking ever, you know. Maybe, wow. Besides maybe Stanhope. He's one of the people. I threw in the ever. I'm going to get tweeted about that. That's not uh, a fact. Boy. But, uh, yeah, he's, he's a man of the people. Yeah, I'm and, sure. The phones are lighting up. The, the, a couple of the uh, viewers aren't happy. Yeah, they're probably not happy. I mean, last week with that nonsense and right. now this, they're going <laughs> to kick me right. I'm going to get shot in the face. But oh, yeah. I love Bernie. I, I think I like him, too. Yes, go Bernie. Bernie, Jew from Brook. <laughs> I'm in. That's his campaign slogan, yeah. a Jew from Brook. And, uh, I, you know, he's got all the civil rights, all that stuff. He's just a great uh, guy, it seems like. I heard there was some Black Lives Matter tension there. Something, Something happened. happened, but he's he's very, uh, you know, whatever. Pro-minority. Yeah, he's pro-minority. <laughs> so I don't know what happened. I don't follow the news too well. I just read his Wikipedia page yeah. and went, hey, this guy sounds like he's for me. I was just listening to Freakonomics. Mm-hmm. It's a podcast. Something D-O-O economics. Aha. Uh-huh. Voodoo economics. Right. Fry. Ben Stein. Bueller. All right. He wrote for Nixon. I heard. Yeah. He uh, he was saying, not Ben Stein. What was I talking about? Uh, Freakonomics. Freakonomics. They were saying that people watch the news for entertainment. Yes. They tell you it's, oh, I'm trying to keep up on the world, but it's all entertainment. Right. They just want to see things blow up and whatnot. Exactly. And that's why the news is usually slanted. Yeah. Because it makes it more entertaining. It's a lot of scandalous. Yes. A lot of slants, and they want you scared. And yep. So much fascinating stuff. Uh, Louis C.K. was talking. Did we talk about the Louis oh, and the, the John the Stewart? Oh, the Stewart. Oh, boy. It was wild. Get in there. We got so much to get to here. Yeah, yeah. Woo-wee. So a couple weeks ago, uh, I was at the Comedy Cellar, and I, I texted... I had a one late spot, and I had nothing to do, and no sets before. I got like, like eleven forty at the cellar, mm-hmm. so I was going to go do some writing. And I was texting with Donnelly. We were kvetching about certain things, and uh, he's like, "Why don't you come by the cellar?" And I was like, "You know what? I'm not going to get any writing done. I'm upset about some bullshit. I'll just come by and hang." I was like, "Anyone fun hanging out?" And he's like, "Nah." And I was like, "Well, it'll be you and me. We'll have fun." So I get there, and uh, Sean Do- Donnelly is at the table, and he's with. Uh, Who's the guy I like there? Rory Albanese. Ah, uh, he's a good egg. And John Stewart. John Stewart's wow. sitting there. And uh, I never met Stewart. Super sweet guy. He walks up. He says, "Hey, I'm John." I say, "Hey, I'm Joe." Boobity boo, bopity bop. And uh, we're sitting there. And then uh, Louis C.K. walks in. <laughs> oh, power pack! And it's me and Donnelly and Rory and, and Stewart. And then Judah Freeland sits down. Eh. Usually he's like the big right, right. Egg. You're like, yeah, get out of here, Jew. He's usually the big egg, but there's a different duck in town. Right. So Louis's there, and uh, mind-blowing conversation. I was so honored to be part of it. Give us a taste. They were talking about the news and the social media and politics. And the old days, they were telling all these great old stories about the cellar. And Noam was there, the owner of the comedy uh-huh. cellar, who's very uh, sweet. And they were talking about, you know, Stuart retiring and the social media. And then Louis was talking about how it's all fake outrage. Yes. And, and, and nothing's real. He's talking about how there's all these robots on Twitter and how you have to ignore the, the bullshit. And, and Stuart was like, definitely. And Stuart is anti-Twitter. 
Oh, wow. And he had a great theory. He said because he's like, I don't want the feeling that I have an audience all the time. It's true. It's annoying. It's, it's strange because at any time, you and I can tweet and have an audience out there to, to respond. Right. He's like, you should have it separate. You should have your life, and then you perform. He performs on a large TV show. We perform in nightclubs. Sure. But he might be coming back to the nightclubs. Yeah. And uh, Louis was talking about politics, and it was fascinating. He said, uh, and he had a great point. He's like, Politics is now just responding the right way on a comment on a ah, news story, like on Facebook. Yes. Like he's like, right, no longer is it like conservative is being like for family values and minimizing government. Mm -hmm. It's writing the right outrage. Like this is bullshit. Yes. Fuck, yeah, this is ruining the country. And, and liberal is no longer being, you know, progressive and open minded. It's writing like this is, you can't say that. Right. And it's all just Facebook comments. Yeah. Which I thought was fascinating. It's true. And everyone's seeing your comments and it's just a, a big audience. Now. Yeah. Everyone want, just wants to write the same, the right thing. Yeah. And be on the right, oh, I'm outraged about this and I'm outraged about that, but no one's really having any conversation well that's the big theory on trump everybody's kind of trump is people like him people are excited by him because he's because we've all had that comment where we're like i want to write this but hey i don't want to get fired or hey i don't want to get this labeled this right but trump is just like ah i'm saying everything i want and fuck you and these are my comments and right. people are kind of like well i respect that yeah as nutty as he is it's funny because Louis said, he's like, and that, what he said his whole thing, and he's like, and that's the reason Trump can win. Oh, there you go. And then Noah was like, he can't win. And that turned into a thing, which was fun. Oh, he could win. Um, and then he was also talking about, Louis was talking about all these fights and arguments on social media. And he's like, but you're, there's nothing, because you're not face to face, and you don't know the people, nothing is solved. You just get angrier and angrier. Yes. And you're like, fuck you, you fucking fuck. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, you, you don't even know, you piece of shit. Uh -huh. And he's like, and nothing's resolved. And then Stewart cuts in and goes, until you go to a movie theater and shoot up the place. And then Louis goes, exactly. And everyone was like, wow. Was like, great. Well, it should have been a, a podcast. Yeah. It was really fascinating. These guys are so uh, Brilliant. smart. It's like a think tank going yeah. on. It was really uh, fascinating, interesting. And then it was time for Louis to go on. So that broke up the party. So then everybody goes downstairs to watch Louie go on. Yes. Louie, and it's exciting. Are you chiming in, by the way? I mean, I would be terrified. I but... had a couple of chimes, but only questions. Aha. Uh -huh. I was Fuel like... the fire. I asked Louie, I was like, so, you know, he did his SNL monologue where he talked about fucking kids or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, so the next day, you know there's a controversy just because you know how the business works. You know what you said. Uh -huh. I was like, so you're making breakfast for your kids. Are you checking the paper? Great are question. You, are you reading? And he goes, no, no, no. He's like, I couldn't live like that. He's like, I don't care. He's like, let them. And he kind of has wow. that attitude. He's like, I'm an artist, so I put it out there, and everyone else's job is to discuss it. Let them get the discussion going. How are you not curious, though? I would be like, oh, let's see how the people took to this. Well, then he admitted, he's like, I I'll read a couple things because I want to see how the conversation goes. Uh -huh. But none of the whatever. Wow, good question. And I was like, see, you don't get bothered by the tweets and stuff? And he's like, he said a few times people have questioned his personal life. Mm. And uh, his parenting, whatever, and he's like, that hurts, and I want to respond, but you can't, yeah, get into it. And then you're just giving them more fuel. Yes, and then they can post that. And that, now Louis says this: "This son of a bitch." That's true because they both seem kind of free. We're all we're freaking out all day long. We're worried about shit. Right. They seem pretty uh, cool and collected. Well, they've been at it a lot longer, and um, they're also financially secure, oh, and their uh, careers yeah. are secure. But I think they just have wisdom and enlightenment. They've been around for a long, long time. Yeah, and they're thinkers. Yes, they're very, they're smarter than us. I would say, without question. Yeah, that's a bummer. <laughs> but can I just say this? Neil Brennan has this great quote where he says, uh, "Hanging out with famous people is like driving next to a cop. You know, you're trying to, uh, you're acting normal. You're, 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 you're worried about being so normal that you're acting normal. Right. You know what right. I mean? Did you have that? 
Because I always get that around Louie. I feel very comfortable around those guys, and it, it sounds pretentious, but because they're comics. Uh-huh. So I'm not going to... I know my place, and they're so smart, and I respect them so much. I want to hear what they're talking, yeah. what they're saying, uh, what they're talking. There's proof that I'm not as smart as them. So, <laughs> But I feel comfortable, and like Louie is just a warm, yeah, yeah. nice guy, and so is Stuart. So I definitely wasn't like, let me tell you a story, but I was very comfortable <laughs> the whole time and enjoying right. it. I didn't want it to end. Yeah. And so then we go downstairs to watch uh, Louie, and Stuart comes down, and Noam's down, and the st- I've never seen the stairs. That, that's what I was texting you. I was like, how quick can you get here? Yes. Because it, it's packed. It looked like the Brady Bunch wow. movie cover where everyone's down the stairs. Oh, yeah. And um, Noam's down there. It's a special night, and they're so nice to comics there. They, don't, they will make room for you yeah. if you're a comic, which is nice. And so then Louie goes on, and I, I grabbed a great picture and put it on Instagram. Stuart's laughing, and he's pacing around. And he's like, oh, boy, I should go up. And, and Donnelly's like, why don't you go up? And wow. the manager's like, you should go up. He's like, that is what I should do. I should go up. Oh, what and a he's moment. he's standing there. And then I went, go up. And he's <laughs> like, uh, someone else is like, go up. He's like, I'll go up. Yeah. He's like, what the hell? I'm going to go up there. Woo-wee. He's like, what am I doing with my life? And we're all like, Woo-wee. yeah. And everyone cheered in, yeah. the, in the back hallway. So then Louie's on. And, and Louie's killing, you know. And, and now... Stewart's nervous. He's pacing around. He's watching. He's laughing. You can see John Stewart is nervous. Yes. To go on, and I'm on the next show. I'm not nervous at all. It's such a weird, right. uh, weird position to be in that John Stewart is nervous to do a thing. Yes, that you do every that night. I'm doing very casually. That's the beauty of stand up. You can't predict it. It's all over the place. Right. And then if I went to the Daily Show, it's his job. Oh, jeez. I'd be shitting in my pants. Of and like, I can't go on. So yeah. it's interesting, but it's fun to see someone. So then Louis comes off, and the place goes crazy, and Stuart's like, that was great, and I get to watch right next to him this conversation, and Stuart's like, I'm going to go on, and Louis's like, you're going on? He's like, I'm going on! They're wow! Like, ah! It was like this moly. great moment, and they were both like shaking each other, and Stuart hadn't been on stage, I guess, at the cellar, and like, he said 18 years, and then Noam was like, actually, it's 11, you came here and ran, like, uh, I think he did the president thing, or whatever, or something. Uh, one of those dinners? Yeah, so Noam was like, it was 12 years. But he hadn't been on stage at all in like three years. Wow. And hadn't done comedy in like a club in like a decade. So then he goes on, and of course the crowd just goes apeshit because it's Louis and Stewart back to back. And the last week of the Daily and Show. It's the, it's the final week. This is coming out later or whatever, but it, yeah. was, it was the final week of the Daily Show. And um, so, and then it got picked up by like an AP story. Like the news covered it, which is so crazy because like, oh, I was there. Wow. And then he goes on. He did a couple new things that got nothing. Then he went into some old bits. Mm hmm. Which was interesting because John Stewart's old bits sound old now. They're twenty years old. Oh, really? They kill and they're classic bits. Yeah. But it's funny because you're like, oh, those are not hacky, but you feel like, oh, like if you saw a comic doing that, you're like, ooh, we're not really doing that anymore. Yeah, it's got some dust on it. Yeah, it's got dust on it. But yeah. it killed, and then he told a story, and that murdered. And then he came off, and it was such a fun moment because he's like, I feel alive, baby. Yes, yes. He's like, I can't wait to do it again. And it was like seeing like a rebirth. Yeah. And it was so fun because it, it gave me, it's this weird perspective because it made me grateful that I get to go on next. Yes. Because he's like, uh, he had that feel like we go on so much that we're just like, oh, that was good. That was fun. We always mm-hmm. enjoy it. But he had like the rebirth of like, I love this. This is the best. Yes. So I think you're going to see a lot of Jon Stewart stand up coming up. Wow, I hope. I, and he's such a good hang. He was sitting at the table and he took pictures with everybody. Yeah. Sweet guy. Yeah, he was really nice. And uh, I said, congratulations. And that was cool. And um, how about that awkward moment I had? Yeah, that oh, was, that a was real awkward. bad. That was bad. I ruined the whole thing. What do you want to tell it? Well, me and you are by the jukebox, you know. Chopping it up. That You're telling me fun. the whole thing. You know, I got one arm on the juke. And uh, Stuart has got his back to me. He's talking to some other guy. And I remember I hit him on the back. 
because <laughs> I, I was mid conversation with you, but I, I had to say interact with some, some somehow. I had to interact with him. I hit him on the back and I go, "Hey, just want to let you know, I love that jazz bit." And uh, thinking like I was gonna get this obscure bit, and he's right. like, "You're like he did that tonight." Yeah, was that like, was oh, shit. That was one of the ones he dusted. Uh, and I think what happened is you made him feel awkward. Yes, because I feel like he felt weird that he went into a bit that's twenty years old. Yes, so you're like that's good. And he's and then he was like, "Well, I did some old, I did some new, but right. someone was new." Yeah, like you could <laughs> tell he was like, "Don't ah, yeah, don't judge me by that." Yeah, yeah. So that was uh, but that was fun, and I was trying to get that. Yeah, like when I saw when I first met Chris Rock, it was on the sidewalk, and I go, "Born suspect," and he goes, "Wow." and I kept walking yeah but I try to do that again well that, that was a fun moment I had with Louis too that uh, you, you and I have talked about off air but I thought it was worth uh, mentioning well I had a weird thing because my friend Derek had a, a great story about his kid that mm-hmm. uh, I won't tell without his permission but it was a really funny story but it was very similar to a Louis bit so I told Louis Derek's story and Louis was like dying and he's like that is this hilarious yeah and then I was like, all right, well, I won't bother you anymore. I'll, I'll see you later. And he was like, hey, hey, what are you, he's like, where are you going? He's like, you, you do the podcast with Norman. Wow. How crazy is that? Oh, my, I forgot about that. Louis C.K. is aware of this podcast. That is pretty great. I heard he turned last week's episode off. Ah. Uh, <laughs> kidding, Yama. Uh, um, thank God he's not on Twitter. But, yeah, he, he was like, yeah, you do the podcast with Norman. And I was like, oh, yeah. And he's like, how's that going? And I was like, it's, it's great. It's going really well. And, uh. I was like, that's why I was asking you about the social media, because like, sometimes we get a little heat. Yeah. And he was just like, yeah, you got to ignore He went back into that. And, uh, and then you came. Uh-huh. And then we were like, hey. And then he bumped into you, which was yeah. fun. Yeah. He goes, you lost weight. And I go, break up. And he goes, good. And then he left, which was funny. Oh, that's funny. fun. Uh, yeah, wow. it was pretty, pretty exciting. It was quite a thrill. He called me Norman. Yeah. He was like, hey, you do, that, you do that podcast with Norman. That's amazing. So that was wild. And then uh, real quick, I, I got to hang with another idol yesterday, Ooh. which was pretty amazing. Brian Regan did oh! uh, Ron Bennington, who's another hero of mine. Yes. Uh, Ron Bennington's Unmasked series. Yes, big which, fan. If you're on Sirius, you might have already heard it. I don't know when it comes out, and this will be... A week after we recorded it, or they recorded it, I should say. Mm-hmm. And uh, but check it out, Brian Regan unmasked. It'll be online. It's on Sirius. Ron Bennington is like the best in the business Great at interviewing. Yeah, and so funny, and just amazing. And we went. It was at Caroline's, and a bunch of comics got the uh, VIP. But you were flying. Yeah, yeah. Which was a bummer. I didn't know how many people got invited. That's why I was feeling you out because I had a plus <laughs> one. I, I got invited. Yeah, like Chris, Chris Stanley. Yeah. yeah. Well, here, here's a fun. That's that's such a fun moment. Like you're gone in L.A. I'm in Phoenix. I'm in whatever or Seattle, and I get a I get an email before I get on the plane. Hey, we want you to come by. And you're like, I am in comedy, baby. Yeah. I'm in New York comedy. They're texting me about a fucking interview with yeah. Brian Regan, and I go, I'm gonna try to make it, but it's not looking good. But he goes, Will you have any questions? So I wrote a, a list of questions that I hope he would ask. <laughs> I don't know if he got to any of them. Yeah, they, well, they ended up having the comics that were in the audience ask the questions oh, themselves. Oh, wow. Which was pretty neat. Some of it we got to talk about off air, because there's one person that I just fucking... Wanted to kill? Ugh, yeah. horrible, despicable. Oh, uh, was Yamanika there? I don't like to bring negativity into the uh, under the air here, though, but remind me. Okay, I did, did he ask uh, what was it like being the only white comedian in top five? No, but he talked about top five. He told a great story. Oh, really? I don't want to ruin. Uh, I don't want to ruin because it's it's part of the great surprise. All I'll right. tell this one part. All right, he, exclusive. He did the uh, Chris Rock movie, and uh, you know, he does the scene. He plays a DJ. Yeah. And the line they end up using was "Put some stank on it." He says that. Yes. But they shot the movie a year ago, and he did a day. He shot for a day. 
So all these people were walking up to him like, hey, Reagan, put some stank on it. Uh-huh. Put a little stank on it. And he yeah. had to like ask his manager, like, what the hell? Why do people uh-huh. keep saying put stank on it to me? <laughs> right. So he didn't even remember. But uh, the interview is amazing, and uh, there's so much great stuff. And then uh, he was really moved because Ron was like, we got some comedians over here. And he didn't know there was any comics there. Yeah. So, of course, it's very moving when comedians appreciate you. Sure. And so uh, me and Soder and Gallman and Emma Willman all asked questions. And uh, Tammy Pescatelli and some other uh, Rich Little. Rob, Rob, Little. Rob Little. Rob Little. Yeah, we yeah. all asked questions. And uh, Regan was so sweet. And then afterwards, we all came up and took a picture with him. And he gave everyone a hug. No handshake. He went straight to hug. Wow. Every comedian. And uh, like every time I've met him or heard about anyone meeting him, he asked all these things like, what, what, are, you do, what are you doing tonight? And what set is this? And mm-hmm. he talked about the cellar. He never even got past at the cellar, wow. but his headshot is there, which was interesting. Crazy. And uh, it was really a great talk. And he is like a sweet oh, guy. Yeah. Very gentle. Yeah, and September 26th, he's doing the first ever live comedy special. I saw that. On Comedy Central. He's shooting at Radio City Music Hall. I believe tickets are still available. That's what he's doing in town. Boy, look at that. Going out live, live feed. Wow. That's what a great idea. Well, it's a great idea if you're Brian Regan. Wow. Every, yeah. He said everybody's trying to talk him out of it. I love that. Yeah, every, his manager is, everyone's like, you're not doing That's insane. Oh, and I he's love like, it. fuck you, I'm doing it. That makes it even more fun. Yeah. And, oh, uh, yeah. and if you don't know, there's probably some fat guy in his basement right now eating Cheetos. If you don't know Brian Regan, get on the Google. Get on the YouTube. Yeah. One of the best of all time. He's the best and uh, had some great stories about that. That's why he doesn't do guest spots at clubs. Because mm. comedians all know who he is. So they're like, hey, he's the best ever. He's the best. <laughs> and he's like, guy, you don't know. Yeah, and everyone's right. like, who's this asshole? Oh, that's funny. But he had some great stories. And I don't want to give his stories away, but uh, great stories, great perspective. And uh, he's just the best. He's the best. Yeah. And so it was really uh, amazing. You'll hear yours truly asking a question, which was Ooh, exciting. Ooh. Oh, missed boy. you. But yeah, then I, uh, yeah, I was trying to feel you out because once you were like, ah, I got a flight, then I was like, all right, I got to ask Sarah. Yeah, yeah, uh, But well, I, I appreciate it. Make sure you were there, yeah. <laughs> Did she go? She went, yeah. Oh, and nice. she, she loved it. She was so uh, happy. She's a huge fan. And we were all like crying, laughing. Wow. And then it gets emotional. Like it yes. gets like touching. It, check it out. Unmasked with uh, Ron Bennington. And when you when you do check out this guy, you're going to notice, wow, a lot of comics sound like him. Well, that, that was part of my question. Ah. I was like, I don't know if you know this, but you're very uh, often imitated. Yes. And uh, so, yeah, it was pretty... Oh, boy, uh, I, gotta, I wish you didn't have to run after this. I, I want to ask all these questions you can't say on air. Yeah, well, that's exciting. But uh, so anyways, that's uh, me rubbing elbows with the idols. Yes. But uh, I want to hear about you there, sonny boy. You went and uh, I got a little... You gave me a teaser via text message. Oh, yeah. And I can't wait to get into this... Well, it's, it's been a kooky, kooky night. First of all, I just got, I've been gone two weeks. I got back and had sex with the best looking woman I've ever had sex with in my life. Uh, it's a whole story, a whole to do. She's loaded, the whole thing. Oh, Amazing. Wow. Uh, drunk or rich? Uh, rich. Oh. I was drunk. Um, so, yeah, I just, I slept at her place and I couldn't sleep because I was just watching her like, when's the the trap door gonna open where the guys beat me up you know like it felt like a trap she was too attractive right so uh i just left at 6 a.m just walked out so who knows if i'll see her again well why would you do that i couldn't sleep but but just tell you i make an excuse i gave her like a little weird hug kind of like a father leaving his son Uh uh-huh and uh i was like all right i gotta go she's like what happened to us going waking up to get there Uh, uh." and i was like yeah she said, I Sounds go. a little on the slow side. She's retarded. <laughs> so um, that was that was last night. So I'm a little off uh, mentally. Plus the um, the layover. jet lag. Jet lag. Yes. Thank you. Which you know, 
West Coast time isn't crazy, but it'll get you. Coming to L.A. and New York, not as bad, but it, it gets you. Two weeks. I'm very sensitive to it. Yeah. People uh, give me shit, but I'm very uh, sympathetic because I get all fucked up. Right. I think it's we live in our heads or eternal body clocks or internal, eternal, whatever. Eternal sunshine. Spotless mind. Good movie. Love it. Yeah, it's a head of that Kaufman. He's heady. Yeah, I love uh, I love uh, Kate Winslet. Oh, yeah. She's got a nice thickness and an accent and a beautiful face, and she's yeah. got some sass and some talent. And She's what you call a um, traditional beauty. Is that right? I don't know. Oh, well, I like her. I've heard that about women. Um, people always say that, that, well, she's not a traditional beauty, but she's very attractive. But I'm saying she is traditional. Uh-huh. Okay. So uh, we'll start it off. I went to the Tacoma Comedy Club, which you highly praised. Love it. Great club. Huge fan. What a club. What a room. Yep. Uh, Just packed out every night. Nice audiences. The guy, the owner gives a shit. The son gives a shit. The wife gives a shit. Yeah. It was great. The comics were all cool and nice. Uh, Sold every CD I brought. Sold them all. Mm -hmm. Never sold a CD in my life, except to my aunt. (laughs) Um, And uh, yeah, just had a great time. Great hotel. Had sex with a groupie. I like the ant didn't get a free CD. No, uh, fuck, fuck Aunt Sylvia. A groupie. Yeah, it was the first time I was uh, doing, I did the show, and I get off stage, there's you know, a bunch of comics hanging out, hey, big fan of the pod, a lot of pod fans out there. Yeah. Great, great, great. Did a lot of handshaking, and uh, I was talking to her, she was just kind of standing around. Ah, she's going to hear this, I'm sure, but she was very nice. Oh, well, she's a groupie, she must be listening. I guess, very attractive. And uh, I'm just going to give it all away. I'm not going to give her a name, but uh, we're standing there, and I go, so I'm trying to make conversation like, so uh, where's a good place to maybe meet a lady around here? And she goes, why? I'm right here. Wow. And I was like, I mean, she was just gung-ho. It was all all out the window. I was like, okay. And we started, uh, you know, I had a few drinks, and uh, I was like, you sure you want to do it? I feel weird. I, I, of course I can't accept the groupie thing. It seems too easy. Now, what makes her a groupie and not just, did she say Groupy things? Does she come every week? Does she have a foam finger? What is it? I think she she's every week. She's a she dabbles in comedy. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And you know you get the guys like oh she's been with him and him and him. You know? Oh I see. Yeah. So she's like a comedy fan. Yes. A chuckle fucker as they call. Is that right? That's the term. I never heard that. It's pretty good. I like it. Chuckle fucker. And uh, so I, I remember we were walking to my hotel. I remember being like I'm half in the bag. Like you don't have to do that. I mean I feel guilty. And she's like. I get to fuck a headliner. What are you crazy? I'm like, wow, wow, that's a hell of a hotel too. Great hotel, yeah. glass blown. Yes, they blow glass. Yes, and she blew mine. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, Mark has a glass penis. Yes, he had it, tubes in his ears as a kid. Uh huh. It's uh, it's stained glass too, which I got to get checked out. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, oh boy. So uh, the last show. <laughs> Saturday Late Show was brutal. All the shows were great. Saturday Late Show was br- everybody was hammered. There was like fist fights in the crowd. It was yeah. one of those bad shows. And I'm sweating. I'm shucking and jiving up there. I'm bebopping and scatting. I'm getting nothing. And so that was a bummer. It sucks to leave on a bad one. Yeah, that's the worst. That can be tough though because it's it's a tough town. Yeah, those cities that are like sister cities to like great cities. Right. They have that inferiority complex. Yes. Like like Providence is like that or Tacoma uh-huh. or uh Scottsdale. Scottsdale or yeah. you know other stuff such like, such as that. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's Tacoma's a little more blue collar. Very blue. Like uh I had my opening joke was like look my brother's like a handsome successful guy, very popular and I'm a comedian. So I'm kind of a Tacoma. Oh, that's fine. And that was killing. So that was just to give you a taste. Mm-hmm. But uh so 
I get a tweet from this girl after the last show. I was like down and out. I'm drinking. Ah, shit. I blew it. The last show sucked. And this girl goes, come to this bar on Twitter. I was like, well, I need a pick-me-up. So I go to this bar and I uh, meet her. Woo. Not like the photo. Oh, really? Oh, my God. I got bamboozled. <laughs> I got duped. I got hoodwinked. Uh, we did not land on Plymouth Rock. So uh, I was like, oh, yeah. I had to call an audible. Uh-oh. I had to get out of there. I told her my dad died. I walked. <laughs> yeah, smash a light bulb or something. Yeah. But I had this great moment walking back to the hotel. Had a couple of drinks. I was like, ooh, that was tough. So I walked back in the hotel. I'm kind of bummed still now. No sex. Bad show. Whatever. I walked back in. There's a, a group of guys in the lobby, like, drinking in the lobby at the hotel. And they're being loud. They're all, like, businessmen. And one, this one guy was like, and then he said, Dufresne... Party of four, Dufresne. And he goes, ah, Dufresne's not here. Hedberg, party of two. And he goes, what about the Dufresnes? We're just going to eat, blah, blah. He did the joke. The Hedberg joke. Yeah, and I go, that's a Hedberg joke. And he goes, yeah, I love that guy. And they're like, we love him too. He was quoting Hedberg, so I jump in. Wow. Now I'm quoting jokes with him. Were they at the show? No, they were just comedy fans. How funny to be huge comedy fans and not know that you, Mark Norman, is down the street. Ah, jeez, I didn't think about that part. Yeah. That's a bit of a bummer. Well, they get on the uh, advertising, huh, Tacoma? <laughs> They're two blocks away from a comedy club. Yeah, well, whatever. So what happened? So we just started talking comedy all night. We had a great night. No kidding. Yeah, and then I went home, I went to the room. Oh, wow. I thought this was going to involve sex. Did you guys no. shoot heroin? No, just had a couple beers, toasted, and I, I knew all the Hedberg jokes. So I was quoting them, and they were laughing. It was great. Did you tell them you're a comedian? You know, it never crossed my mind. Because <laughs> I wouldn't want to tell him. I just want to have all him. this thing. Yeah. Then it's weird because you have all these stories where you're like, I know him. I know him. And they're like, oh, how do you know all these people? And then you got to right. claim you're a groupie. I said I was a comedy fan, I think. Uh-huh. I just wanted to be one of them for a minute. But it's not a lie. You're a comedy fan. That's true. Bigger than them, even. Yes. So big you're here. Yeah. I showed. I was like, look, my, I showed him my iPhone. I was like, Hedberg's album. Wow. So we had like a, It was a real, real weird moment, like... Down and out with the girl, bad show, but then like, boom, comedy makes you happy again. Yeah, I love that you really had to prove that you're a Hedberg fan. Yeah, I know. Here dude. it is. The jokes weren't enough. But I just wanted to show him like, look, die hard. I did, I did that with Todd Barry one time, to Todd Barry. I was like, oh, look, see, yeah. there's your albums. Right. He's like, yeah, man. And I was like, oh, all right, no, never mind. I did that to Goldman once. Oh, wow. It was like the snooze button joke. I was like, uh, pointing right. at my phone. Hey there, folks. Sorry to uh, interrupt the episode, but felt like you needed to know about some mattresses. Tell them, Mark. You got it, Joe. Uh, these matches are unbelievable. Uh, just the right sink, just the right bounce, to just right in that gooey middle, baby. You're going to sleep like a fat baby on Oxycontin. Uh, it's two technologies. It's the latex foam and the memory foam. So you got a little of both together for a better night's. And brighter days. Risk-free trial and return policy. Try sleeping on a Casper for 100 days with free delivery and painless returns. That's rare. Most returns are pretty painful. And these things are made in America, folks. 500 bucks for a twin size. You can't beat that. And 950 for a king. Wow. Treat yourself. Live like royalty. Go to Casper.com slash Tuesdays with promo code Tuesdays. I think I blew it on the end there. Uh, but thanks. Gooey middle. Gooey middle. We'll see you. We'll see you on the bed. Thank you. Back to the pod. All right. So then I fly out to the big city of angels. Yep. La La Land. L.A. Hollywood. Yes. 
Uh, I go. Uh, I go do Neil Brennan's show. Mm-hmm. Fun show in the West Side Theater. Chappelle show. Yes, that's what he's from. And a uh, good hang in the in the green room. You know, Ian Edwards is there. Underrated. One of my faves. Dean Edwards. Ian Edwards. Who's Ian Edwards? Ian Edwards, a uh, black gentleman from Brooklyn. I believe he's Haitian. Oh wow. He's got an accent. He's something. So there's a Dean Edwards and yes. an Ian Edwards. Yeah, very similar. Wow. Names, not similar act, but he's like the he opens for Rogan a lot. He's a killer, killer act. Oh, I don't know. I gotta look in. Oh, check it out. Oh shit, I'm getting a FaceTime call. That's awkward. Does it say slut? Oh boy. Well, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> oh, uh, so yeah, do do Brennan's show, and then uh, I meet up with Nate Bargatze. Oh, Red State Nate, one uh, of my favorite people. I got to tell you about Nate. He's been on the show before. Check him out. One of the funniest guys around. He actually hasn't been on the show. He, he recorded one, and we got rid of it. It was that bad. Yeah, it wasn't good. He's not great on the mic. But uh, the, one of the best comedians of all time. Oh, yeah. So funny. And one of my closest friends, but he didn't make the cut. Oh, jeez. Is that right? I don't remember that. That was the post-Montreal. It was all inside jokes and nonsense, and I had to put my foot down. What if we put a bonus out with the yam? We probably don't even oh, have that. That was sure. recorded on fucking 8-track. Yeah, that was a beta. <laughs> that was from 89. Oh, we didn't wow. keep that thing. <laughs> all right. We don't have an archive. <laughs> We gotta go in the vault. God, the vault. <laughs> How about that Disney vault? That seems a little pretentious. Oh, it's such a. It's, they're, they're swindling. Yeah. Do you need a vault? No, they swindle. They take it off the market. It's back on the market. They're a criminal. They're criminal. And that that Disney was a rapid, rapid anti-Semite. Is that right? Oh my God, he was huge. Hates oh, the Jews. Really. Yeah, I was walking around the Disney lot with my manager. I was like, you know, he hated Jews. He's like, oh, we all know. What a strange group to hate. I completely agree. I love that bit of yours about you can't tell if you if he's, you oh, hate thanks. him or not. It's on my album. It doesn't uh, buy his album. Uh, I, I agree. Yeah, you can't you can't tell who's a Jew first of all, and then they do a lot. They're like hardworking. They keep it themselves. They don't they're not cr- criminals or anything. You know. Don't get us wrong. It's it's bad to hate any group. Well, sure. All so, lives matter. I love groupies. Yes. Well, Never bumped into one. So but. do I. Uh, so I go I go meet Nate, and I got to tell you, Nate. He's a he's an upper echelon. He's not one of us. He's red state Nate. He I, he walks up. He's he's he pulls up in a Beamer, and then he goes uh, meet me at the the Roosevelt Hotel, which is like this crazy hip expensive hotel. I meet him at the Roosevelt on Hollywood Bull, and uh, whoo! He's got new jeans on. He's just got a fresh hat. Like he he's got a watch. It was crazy. <laughs> is, it a, is it a Vandy hat or is he wearing a fedora or like a cowboy? Uh, it was a Vandy, but it was clean. Oh baby. okay. And then we go sit down, we have a burger, and uh, it was one of those moments where I'm like, he's going to pick up this check. I knew he was going to pick up a check. Well, yeah, he's very generous. He uh, is. Extremely generous. Yeah. And, uh, and, and And has done pretty well for himself. Yeah, he's doing great. He's doing these corporate gigs, you know, 20 grand a pop. He does like two a week. It's crazy. Wow. He is killing it. We go up to his, his hotel room. We're shooting the shit. Comedy, comedy, comedy. And, uh, yeah, he, whew. He uh he was convincing me to move to L.A. Wow. Yeah, it was crazy. Like he was like, "You're in that part of your career now. You got to make the move. I'm selling shows. I got a show with this network. I got a thing with this." I'm like, "Oh my god." Oh, these poor these poor podcast fans. Last week they're upset with us. Now you're telling them you're breaking up the band. I'm not going. Because then come? I called your fat ass, uh. and you told me, "Fuck Nate." 
Well, I had some great counterpoints. You had some great ones. I can really debate when it's time to debate. Yeah, because I get, I get a little real wishy-washy. I get daydreamy. I start sitting there like, maybe I could live in L.A. Maybe yeah. I could be at the beach every day getting blown by you know, Scarlett Johansson or whatever the hell. Of and course. Then I go to you, and you're like, oh, get out of Snap out of it. You're putting the smelling salts under my nose. Of course. I convinced you to do this pod and to kiss me on the lips that time. That's right. So it, you're, you're easy convincible. Yeah, I'm still using that Abreva. What's that mean? That's a... Uh, Cold sore medication. Aha. Uh-huh. I thought you meant abbreviations. Oh, no. I guess it is an abbreviation of, yeah. of abbreviation. Yeah, indeed. Interesting. So, so you're not moving to L.A. just yet. No, I got to sell a but show or whatever. You'll be there, though. You're very tan. You got a nice body. You got the beard. I would like to be bi. Oh. Coastal. I've, I've always liked to be that, too. But uh, It takes a little coin. Indeed. Yeah. So that was, it was just one of those nights where you're like, maybe I will. Oh, you start, you know, your head spinning, you know. Yeah, LA's one of those places you go and you think, I could do this. I would like to live here. It's very sunny. Yes. And that's it. But, uh. <laughs> but, like, you stand out. You get to be one of the great comics probably there. Like, if you were there, you'd, you'd be one of the big wigs. You're a big wig here. I well, love your wig. I mean, I pre, we got nice wigs on. We're Jewish wives. There's powder all over the table here. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you know, it'd be nice to be, like, you know, there's still Nick Griffin, David Tell, Louis C.K. living here, you know? Yeah. So there, but I feel like there you would actually be, who, who you got to worry about, Dane Cook? Now, don't you want to be the best comic or a top comic because you've become that good? Of course. You want to just move? If that's your rationale, why don't you move to fucking Cleveland? Ah, well, that's why I'm staying here. Yeah, you can move to, uh, you know, I'm probably going to hurt whatever city I name's feelings, but move to fucking Boise, Toledo. You'll be yeah. ripping it up. Well, Ryan Hamilton might be moving there. Ah. That's a joke. He's from Idaho. Okay. Boise's Idaho, right? Yes. The capital, I believe. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm pretty good with capitals. Me too. Really? What's the first capital alphabetically? Hey, vey. Uh, shit. Albany? I think it's Albany. Oh, my God. I pulled that out of my taint. I guess Annapolis would be next. Aha. Uh-huh. Annapolis, eh? Yeah. Shit. And then, uh... that <laughs> Is that a capital? I think so. Virginia? Maryland. Ah, yes. Who knows? All right. Well, then the next day I, I tweet something, or I get a text from a... Hamstring? I get a, uh, I get a, a Facebook message in the other folder, which oh. you should check periodically. Yeah, that's where you get the groupies. Yeah. The people that can't quite get friend requested, they send you a message. It's over there. Exactly. So it says, uh, hey, saw you at Tacoma Comedy Club. I noticed you stole a joke from some e-cards. And I was like, huh? <laughs> And they go, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and they send me the e card. It's like, you know what an e card is. Yeah. And uh, I was like, well, it's my joke verbatim. Wow. So I tweet. I was mad. I was like, I was in a huff. Yeah. I'm not always in a I was in a huff. I didn't post. Yeah. So I, I tweet at them, hey, you cum guzzling Nazis. How about you quit stealing comics jokes? And I put a link to my tweet from 2011. Wow. And then I put the e-card in the photo. Yeah. And then it gets tons of retweets. Todd Berry retweeted it. All these people retweeted it. And e-cards hits me up and they go, hey, 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 homo. <laughs> Look, you are allowed to make your own card. So some guy made that. Uh-huh. And they just put it out there on a some e-card. Like a meme. Like a meme. Oh. But it has a some e-cards tag on it. And you called him a gun-guzzling Nazi. Yeah, and I went off. But then it got retweeted to Helen back, so I wrote like, oh, shit, sorry. And then I turned the, I took the tweet down eventually. But uh, people were just like, hey, you can make your own tweet. You can make your own e-card. Take it easy. Don't don't go too crazy. Oh, wow. Maybe we can make money with e-cards. But then we had a, 
We had a fun. We should. They should. So I apologize. I'm sorry if that got out of hand. Ecar. They're very nice, and they're like, "We'll take it down. We'll delete it. Sorry." And I was like, what do you guys like, the fat Jewish? And they go, we hate the fat Jewish. He's stolen our jokes. Yeah, the, I, I just heard about this fat Jewish. Oh, he's the worst. He's like a millionaire. Oh, he's And he's huge. a thief. He's like a thief. We got to put an end to this. We got to have know. a question down. Tell your friends or report it if you work at one of these papers or whatever that right. writes that cr- trash. Yeah, these scandals. Get on that scandal. Yes, some guy is just stealing shit mm-hmm. and making money. Oh, yeah, and he's finally, he's totally happy with it. He tweeted at me. Really? Because so, I was shitting on him. I was like, well, we should work together to take down the fat Jewish. And I'm tagging him in this because yeah. I don't give a fuck. And uh, so then he tweets me. He goes, hey, hey, I don't steal jokes. I just acquire them and don't give credit. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, he's a fucking dirtbag. So then I, I fucking lost it. Now that's a reason to hate Jews. Aha. Uh-huh. Fat mm. people, too. Yeah. Oh, shit. I lost my notes. So uh, <laughs> so that was a whole day of just like, ah, you know, on Twitter all day, just yeah. tweeting my balls off. Mm-hmm. So, uh, shit, can't find notes, freaking out. Oh, boy. I'm going to go off memory here, baby. Well, then you're in L.A. You're oh, driving around your automobile. Yeah. Uh, so I'm in L.A. I'm staying at an Airbnb. I'll, I'll, I'm going to Cliff's notes this puppy. Mm-hmm. I'm staying at an Airbnb. How about this one? The host of the Airbnb, smoking hot. Uh-huh. Awkward. You're already in the home. Yeah. And she was telling me, you know, like, oh, I always, I saw you're a comedian. I want to come to a show. So I'm like, am I in? What's going on here? Interesting. And uh, she put, I was in a closet. I was in a walk-in closet with an air mattress. Yeah, little, you were in there all right. Little, uh, little snug, if yeah. I might say so. I don't want to say uh, her name because I got fleas. She had fleas. She had fleas. My legs are torn up. My legs look like your dick. Wow. Yeah, they're all... My dick has fleas. Aha. Uh-huh. That explains it. Maybe you're clean. <laughs> A hot girl with fleas. Well, she had two cats. Oh, I hate those cats. Cats are the worst because they jump on you when you're when you're uh, sleeping and well, shit. When you're visiting, they got four pussies in that house. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Four pussies and a dick. I got both. Um. So, yeah. That sucked, but I, she was so nice. She came to a bunch of shows. How about this? She came to one of my shows. Brutal. There was like three people. I ate it. So oh. you're like, ah, don't judge by this. So I made her come to the improv after because I just kept apologizing to her. We're in the kitchen making sandwiches. I'm like, don't judge by that show. Did you make any whoopee? Uh, no, I made a move, and I got a harsh whoa. Yeah, I and guess because that kind of makes her like a prostitute. I guess so. If you have sex with her. Or just, yeah. Because you're giving her money. Yeah. But the money's to stay there. I it's don't know. A brothel, how it works. maybe. Yeah. Yeah. But it was a rough B&B. I was in the closet, and there was a guy also on the couch. She's just what? printing money over there. Yeah. Oh, geez. She's probably an actress or something. She is an actress. Trying I to believe. make a couple yeah. bucks on the side. But I took her to a show. Uh, she came to three shows. I took her to one, and Hannibal was on. And me and Hannibal were hanging out, and she's like, You know Hannibal? Uh. And then I was like, All right, I'm in. She's impressed I know Hannibal. But she wants Hannibal. But then she wanted Hannibal, yeah. yeah. She was a half uh, black chick. Wow. She was hot. Super Just a good hot. half. There you go. Uh, so then I had a fun moment. I went to see a movie because I love a good day movie in L.A. Get out of the sun for a minute. Mm-hmm. Went to see a movie. I went and saw Peace and Love or Love and Mercy. Love and Mercy, love yeah, and Mercy. yeah. The acting is amazing. I thought Dano. I thought Dano was amazing. I thought John Cusack was John Cusack. Well, I feel like we didn't even need Cusack. Just put some makeup on Dano. Yeah, well, I thought Cusack's half was a little boring. I thought they lacked some storytelling that movie. Mm-hmm. I thought Dano was great, and then when they were recording Pet Sounds, that was great. That was great. And the, the rest was really sort of lacking quite a bit. Yeah, and uh, Giamatti seemed a little over the top. Yes, he did. Yeah, As like- he does in Straight Outta Compton. Oh, is he in that? He seems a little kooky. Yeah. But I don't know anything about the real guy, so maybe he's nailing it. 
But I think when you go see a movie alone, that you really get more moved by it. Oh, really? I think so. Like you really like take it all in. You're not worried about the guy with you or the girl with you. Yeah. But I had a fun moment. I walk into the and it's kind of this hippy dippy movie theater. Like they only have like indie films. Yeah. And I walk in with a big fat. Ten dollar smoothie. Mm-hmm. I mean, I went all out. I got all the good shit in. It. I put put the creatine in there. Get the the boost or whatever. Yeah. And I went in there, and the guy goes, "Yeah, peace and love or whatever. It's pretty good. Love and mercy. You're gonna really like it." But you can't walk in with that smoothie. No outside drinks. Yeah. What What made you think you could do that? I didn't think about it. And I go, "Come on, we're all friends here. What are we doing? It's peace and mercy." Yeah. And he goes, uh, "You can't do it." And I go, "Look, I'm doing it." What? I had a moment. What? I think I was still reeling from the fat Jew. Oh, geez. And I go, dude, I'm going to drink the smoothie. I'm going to throw it away. You won't even know it's here. And he goes, and I just kept walking. Wow. And I went to the movie. It was a big moment for me. Now, you see, this is, this is, that's some white people shit. I guess so, yeah. Yeah, we got to play both sides of this coin here. Well, he was white as well. I know, but if a black guy comes in, they'll throw him in jail for that shit. You might be right. I think I might be. Well, let me say, though, if I got white privilege, shouldn't I use it? Oh, I suppose so. I, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to throw that out. That's yeah. the whole point of having the priv. Yeah, love a, love a priv. Yeah. So I guess, I guess you're right, yeah, but uh, I walked right away from that guy. Wow, that's fascinating. I don't like, I, I understand rules, I get them, but there should be some uh, malleability there. What's that mean? You know, there should be some bending, I feel like. It shouldn't just be hard and fast. Right. Like, if you're speeding, you get a ticket, but if you're speeding to get your wife to the hospital, keep going. I think they do do that in life. Do they? Yes, All for right. sure. If you go, if you pulled over and said, "Hey, I'm running to the hospital," but what's your reasoning here? Why? Why are we bending for you? Well, just this because, is just because you want this thing. That's totally true. But I'm the only guy in the theater. I think there was one Asian lady giving birth at some point. But I was the only guy in the theater, and I, I told you, I'm not. I told the guy, I'm like, I'm not one of these uh, movie theater trash guys. I don't just throw my shit on the floor like Neither everybody do I. else. I don't understand I, that. that. Seems a little barbaric, <laughs> bizarre. And people are like, "Well, it's allowed. It's a movie theater." I'm like, "Who made that rule?" Yeah, you know, very so odd. I was like, "Look, I'm not an animal. I'm going to drink this. I'm going to sit down, enjoy the movie. and I'm going to throw it away in the receptacle." Wow. And that was it. And the guy was like, "All right, whatever." Well, you've changed. Maybe. Uh... I think it was a East Coast coming out. I'm like, ah, you fucking L.A. douches. Yeah, I guess so. All right. Boy, so well, we'll have to we'll work on this in our relationship. This has an effect. Yeah, I'm going to keep this moving here. I uh, did some shows. Sleepaway Camp, great show. Thanks for ha- having me. Uh, I, I hooked up with a girl in Glendale who mm-hmm. I've been texting with for three years. Finally hooked up with her. Three years? I met her at a Schumer gig in Miami, and I she goes, you're in L.A.? I live here now. I was like, you live in L.A. now? She's like, yeah, yeah, come over. I was like, all right. So I do this show, and I drive to her place. She's got a 9 to 5, so she's like, i got to be in bed soon. It was like midnight. I park. I uh, I parked illegally. I parked in a red zone, which is a big <laughs> That feels so old school. I know. You parked in a red zone. Right. You know, mean, you we had red zones anymore outside of football. L.A. You know what else is uh, old school? You never hear this. White Honda Accord with your lights on. Remember that? Yeah, you we don't care about the lights on anymore. Lights on or out. And now there's daytime running lights, and that's a whole thing. Right. That, I got upset about that the other day because it used to be I would be the smart guy. I'd be like this. Hey, it looks like it's raining up ahead. And people are like, what? And like, everybody's lights are on. Uh, They're coming out of the rain. And people are like, wow, that's really perceptive. But now everyone just lights are on. So I ruined one of my things that makes me look smart. True. And yeah. I need to cling to these things that make me look sure, smart. Sure, yeah. I got glasses and uh, that's it. The yeah. headlights was number two. I got a couple go-tos. You know, Manhattan's two two miles wide. Yeah, you got a few of those. Yeah. It's downhill, the east-west business. Right, right, right. Yeah. 
Also, it ruins the gang initiation. You know when the guy flicks his brights? Oh, yeah. And they kill you? That might have been a wives' tale, though. It might have. I think it might have happened once. Those stupid wives? Yeah, with their tails. So uh, I'm making out with this girl in her bed, and crazy to think these lives people have. Like, she's got a 9 to 5. She has an empty apartment. She just moved to L.A. She's like, I know no one here. I was like, oh, man, it's got to be tough. Hmm. And uh, so we're going at it. She starts blowing me. Gee whiz. Yeah. And then uh, she's like, we can't have sex. I'm menstruating, which I'm like, ah, I'm fine. Why don't you just pull the smoothie? We're having sex. I'm not one of these trash uh, movie guys. <laughs> sex it is. Yeah, she wasn't half. She was not a movie theater Clerk. Uh-huh. So, uh, yeah, we, we we did the beach, and then I, I was like, I'm in a red zone, which it sounds like the most bullshit lie of all it time. It really does. I can get towed. I'm in a red zone. She yeah. was like, what? Red zone? <laughs> Isn't that the 80s? It's a football package. Yeah, so I ran out. Also, I believe it's a Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew red zone. Is that right? I could be wrong. I re- Code red. Code red. I remember Code one red. time uh, a, a guy, I forget his name, Mark something, yeah. but he was a door guy at Nick's Comedy Stop, African-American fellow, just painting a picture, uh-huh. and I was giving him a ride home, and uh, he's like, let's stop, I'll buy you a soda, you yeah. know, because I, I guess he, he didn't want to gas money, it was like a three-mile ride, he's like, yeah. I'll get you a soda, I'm going to get a soda, so I pull into the gas station, he goes out, he goes, what do you want? I said, a Mountain Dew, and he comes back, and he hands me a Code Red, uh. and I was like, what is this? He's like, it's new. It's and I was new. like, boy, you don't, you don't know me. I don't do new. Yeah. I got five foods I liked in the third grade, and I went with them. I don't do new. I like that. So I took like a couple of fake sips and then yeah. dropped them off and whipped it out the window. Uh, oh, you didn't tell him no? No. I mean, he just handed it to me, and I was, I was grateful. So I was like, sure. oh, thanks. Oh, okay. I thought you bought one. No, he bought it for me and just like oh, tossed it to me. Oh, I see. But I was like, what are you, crazy? I asked for a mountain. You, you get me the new version? Yeah, I don't like that at all. That's like me dropping them off at a different house. Yeah, it's new. Look at, look at this place. They just built it. <laughs> my house is five miles away. Wow, this yeah. is the house I got you. I need some shoes. Here's some Crocs. <laughs> They're new. Uh, all right, I'm going to spood, spood through here. Spooding through. Uh, this Airbnb business is not good when there's a guy on the couch. I come, I come in late. I'm out late. We're back in BJ's. The, the B&B. Yeah, so I got the beach and I go back home. I'm in the red zone. We're still in L.A. I thought we were I'm, in Scottsdale. I'm in L.A. I'm, I'm closing up L.A. I'm go, jumping into A.Z. But I thought we were in A.Z. already with the three no, no, years no. texting. No, no, no. That was L.A. Oh, I, I right. misheard. Met her in Miami three years ago. Now she lives in L.A. So I said, I'll pay her a viz. Gotcha. So uh, I get back to the B&B, and it sucks. There's a guy on the couch, and I'm in the closet. So I have to. I don't want to wake this weirdo. The door swings open. It hits the couch. He's like, whoa. And I'm like, ah, oh, jeez. He's got cats all over him. So I, <laughs> it's pitch black in the room. It's pitch black. And I close the door quietly. You know, And you just, I'm half drunk. I got a BJ going. I, I'm wandering through this sea of of living room and i like i kick a stool i'm like the stool is gonna fall over i hit i brush up against some some flowers i'm just like all right i gotta pee and then get to the the closet so you (laughs) gotta pee in the middle of the beach beach the sea i'm in the sea beach a beach i thought you were in the middle of the beach no i said i gotta beach earlier now i'm in the beach it's dark there's a guy with cats on the couch i can't turn the light on it'll wake him up gotcha he's in the living room so I'm just wandering through, and it, the cats are rubbing up your, on your ankles. I hate oh, that. it's great! It's like a, an obstacle course. So I finally feel my way to the bathroom. Knocked pictures off the wall by the time you know I'm kicked a ball, mm-hmm. and I get to the bathroom. I pee, and you, know, you hit the bathroom light. It's like Jesus Christ! I pee. I turn the light off before I open the door. Then I go to the door. I, I feel my way to the bed. It's just it's brutal. So then I'm in my bed sleeping, and it's a, a air mattress, but it's raised up. It's on like a flat thing. 
And I'm sleep. I'm like curled up, and you got to be quiet. It just, it just sucks when you don't have your own room. It I never sucks. do. I just pay for the hotel. I'd rather take a loss. And Nate's are the same thing. It's it's way better yes. living quality. Not to mention you're, you're living over there like you're fucking. You know, I'm Ethiopian. Like like you're uh, a sex grapes of wrath. Yes, you're making money. I know. I'm weird. It's a guilt thing and a self esteem. Uh, so I'm laying there, and I'm like, all right, I guess I'll just go to sleep. And I put some earbuds in to have a little pod going or something. And then a cat walks up my ass. <laughs> God damn it. you got to lock the cats out. I know. I threw the cat right out of there. I don't like touching animals. It's no, weird. no. It's terrifying. I've never done it once ever yeah. in my life. It's uh, it's hard enough touching vaginas, let yes. alone a cat. It's intimate. Like you feel their guts and everything yes. and the ribs. The, I don't know. It's weird. The ribs, the organs, the fur, the claws. The, the claws. claws are terrifying. And then they go like... They make noises. Yeah, and you got a horse cat over there. Yeah. Those claws, they go in. They oh, don't they just in. come out. They, they rip. In. Yes. Yeah. And she was, because you could tell I was going to wh- whiz her you know, <laughs> through the air, so she kind of gripped on me. So I had to whiz with a grip. It was brutal. So I throw her right out of there. I close the door behind me. It was brutal. That's, that's the Airbnb. Uh, then I go to Astro Burger. The next, I went to Astro Burger three times. It was in the neighborhood. Astro Burger. Yeah, it was 24-7. That's the only reason I go. I'm, I'm an in-and-out man. Yeah. No pun. Uh, shit. Park. Oh, so then my flight is at noon. So I was like, all right, I got to wake up the next day. But here's the clinker. Mm-hmm. I parked at a meter. There was no parking. No red zone. No red zone. Well, there was a red zone, but I wasn't going to park there overnight. Uh-huh. So I park at a meter a couple blocks away. So I was like, all right, the meter start at 8. I got to pick this car up before 8. So I got to get to the car at 7.55 or whatever. Yeah. So I had to set an alarm. It was brew- I set an alarm. I run out to the car. It's still there. I have to move. I'm circling. You know, you're, you're tired. It's that L.A. heat. It's coming down on you. The car's hot, you know? Yeah. And I finally find a spot, and you try to go back to bed. You can't go back to bed. The just German guy on the couch keeps talking to me. Brutal. So then I finally fly out to Scottsdale, Arizona. Mm-hmm. Hell of a town. I mean, it's uh, it's just it's kind of dead over there, but it's just it's just a big party. Yeah. You know, it's just women with fake tits and fake blonde and fake tan and everybody's got like a jeep with no doors on it, and all they do is sit by the pool all day. Yeah. So uh, I'll, I'll I'll race through this here. No, take your time. Ah, we're cutting it. I mean, take your time, but wrap up in two minutes. All right. So I, uh, uh, boy, I meet up with this girl first night, comedy club waitress. Uh oh, you're but supposed a, to stay away from those. Well, I can't do it. You know me. Yeah. What but can a you bing, do? But a boom. We have a, a wild romp all night. Then we hit the pool. Friday, we're in the pool all day. She canceled an appointment. Uh, what kind? She's a masseuse. Yeah. That's a score. Oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I massaged her walls. Oof, that was dirty. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we go at it. Then we hit the pool the next day, and I make up a lie. I say, I have to meet a friend because I can't hang out with somebody all day. That's no, a lot of work. That's a long hang. So then I uh, ditched her, sat in, uh, sat in the pool by myself. Then I went and saw Mission Impossible. Oh, really? What would you think? Uh, that's not my cup. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't. Yeah, not my cup either. But for an action movie, they really nailed it. Yeah, I mean, this is top notch. I, I like the first one a lot. First one was great. It was just yeah. like that. Might have been better. Oh, interesting. Yeah, but uh, I've never seen any of the ones in the middle. You know, he shot that thing on the plane. That's him. I heard that. I, they show like a behind the scenes. It's insane. That, Tom Cruise is a fucking crazy person. He's a he's a star. He's on the side of an airplane taking off. It's amazing. Like bat shit. I think he's having a midlife. Yeah, it seems like it. He must be, but full head of hair and everything. Some people think he's gay. I was a Scientologist, so there's a uh-huh. there's a connection there with Tom Cruise. Also, Will Smith, who just got divorced. Really? Uh, yeah. 
All right, so saw that. Did the show. The show's a great, it's a great club, and the owner wasn't there. So you get to do what you want. You oh, know? It was like oh. the teacher was gone. And uh, yeah, all the comics are really nice. Mike Moses, Ian, good, good eggs. Ian uh, Edwards. Yeah. So uh, all the shows are great, blah, blah, blah. Saturday rolls around. I go, I meet this girl at a bar. She was at the show. We go to her place. She's a physician. How about this? She's a physician. She lives in Paradise Valley. It's the rich part. of Scottsdale's already rich. This is the rich part wow. of Scottsdale. She has a pool on the mountain. I'm in a pool. I took photos. I'll show you. It's overlooking the whole city. It's unbelievable. We're in a pool at 2 in the morning drinking her booze, having sex in the pool. Making, it, was, it was one of those. It was a moment I'll never forget. Wow. And then we go. Uh, we, we take a shower together. We have a crazy romp. Wild scenery, like wild views. We went on the balcony, have another drink after the sex. Go back at it, crazy. You know, you know when a girl's giving you a beach, mm-hmm. and uh, you, you're not going to go because you're too drunk, so you have to tell her to stop. Oh, you remember those days? I suppose I do. I mean, I, I was a Paxil and booze guy, ah. so you could blow me for six weeks and I wouldn't come. Yeah, I felt guilty. She's like, no, no. I'm like trying to move her away. She's like hitting my hand. Yeah, it's wild. Yeah, and then I woke up. And she goes, had to uh, go teach Pilates. Best night ever. Text me. Left a number on top of a Gatorade and three Advil. Wow. <laughs> How cool is that? That's, she's looking to score a husband. Maybe. Well, she, she, she's got one. Wow. And this is the masseuse as well? This is, no, this is a new gal. This is a physician. Physician. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, this house. I, I mean, mean, that's gold. You can get physician. You can get a mountain view. Yeah, and there's no crime out there. So she's just, I'm, I could have been a, a weirdo. Yeah. I'm just walking through her house like with the Gatorade, like, wow, look at that painting. Look at the size of that TV and the big cow, the big L couch sectional. Yeah. Just everything's overlooking the mountain. It was beautiful. Be careful because this could be a trick. It seems too good to be it true. It seemed too good, yeah. I, I looked at her fridge. I had a, I had a mozzarella stick. Did you check the uh, medicine cabinet? I didn't. Mm. I should have, but I uh, got an Uber out of there. I Ubered home and mm. uh, sobered up. And then Sunday rolls around. I got on the Tinder, which is for fun. And this one gal seemed uh, game. She came to a comedy show. And she goes, look, I know you're trying to put your P in my V, but I just want to have a meaningful conversation. And I said, sure, sounds good. We had a meaningful conversation, then had sex. She sounds like my favorite girl. She's got the sense of humor, the P and the V. That's fun. Yeah. And a meaningful conversation. That's what I want. Sure. You want the P and the V also. Yeah, yeah. I would have a P and an A. Yeah. And she has or an M. She had a nice line. She goes, look, I'll leave you B, but uh, and a lot of guys have tried to bang me on Tinder, and no one has done it except you. So that was a nice nice ego boost. That is nice. A lot of letters in her thing. Leave you B, this is P a and the girl. V. This is a Tinder. Jeez, I can't keep track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a nice one almost every night. In the morning, I'm free again. They say Tampa's the sluttiest city. I think it's Scottsdale. Really? Yeah, these gals, they're repressed. Maybe in uh, Scottsdale, they're a little better looking than Tampa. No offense. No, the women there are insane, yeah. Hot. I don't know what it is. So hot. They all move there. They're all like, ah, oh, I want to just live in a pool and uh, work out. Live <laughs> in a pool. That's crazy. They all just go right to the pool. That's their day. Wow, that is fascinating. And, and here's a fun fact. I'm in the pool with like 20 hot people all day, every day, and no one is getting out to pee. Everyone's drinking Bud Light mm-hmm. and, and swimming. I didn't see one person get out to whiz, so I was like, hey, when in Rome. Yeah. So I peed with them. Pee in the pool. Yeah. So that's that. Now I'm back. I flew back, went on a hot date last night, and now we're all back in the New York groove. Here we are. And we had our podcast come out today from last week. and uh, Not popular, but uh, people had still listened. It's, at least it's captivating and it's different and, you know. Yeah, it was fun. I think we learned a little. 
Oh, yeah. It was spicy. And I feel like we got our race talk out for a decade. Yeah, we got a couple weeks. And then we got some tears. That was our first tears. Sure. That was fun. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Yamanika, we wanna, I want to have Yamanika back on when she tells some stories and yucks it up. Oh, yeah. I mean, she's fucking hilarious. One of the funniest people. Yeah. And, uh, and, and, a, and a sweetheart, too. So. Uh, oh, yeah. But anyways, all right. We got to wrap up. We got to, uh, I don't know. What do we say? Follow us on Twitter. Get the albums. Still got it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so far, no good. Check iTunes. Out, check out you on TV. Yeah, check out Last Comic Standing. A lot of people wrote really nice uh, messages or whatever. And uh, thanks Ooh, for listening. I'm, a, I'm at the Stress Factory, 827, August 27th, doing a weekend. Oh, I got to uh, talk about also, I'm, at, I'm doing the Arch City Comedy Festival, September 3rd, 4th, and 5th in Columbus. Ooh-wee. One of my favorite cities. So come nice. out to that. Go Buckeyes, all that shit. Check our websites. Websites. And Facebook page and Tinder. I yeah. Mean Twitter. My Facebook fan page, Comedian Joe List. Yes. All right. We'll see you in hell. Love you. Bye. No.